By way of introduction for today's episode, we're going into the antidote to defensiveness and we're going to be talking about assuming positive intent. And so if you recall, in the Divorce Proof Your Relationship series, we started off with the idea that there are four horsemen that contribute to unhappiness and discontent in a marriage and can often lead, lead to divorce. And those are criticism, contempt, defensiveness, and stonewalling. And so today we will be walking through the antidote to defensiveness, which is assuming positive intent. And imagine, right, if if you're able to hold that idea with your partner and assume positive intent from them, then there's no need to feel attacked, therefore no need to be defensive. And so that's really what we're working on today. So we'll walk through what it is. We'll look at some examples. We'll talk about an exercise. Enjoy. Hi, everyone. Today's episode is about assuming positive intent with your partner. And this can be hard to reach because often we, our partner is really critical to us and really important to us and can hurt us really, really terribly if they choose to. And so it feels counterintuitive sometimes to assume positive intent because you could be so terribly hurt by your partner. And at the beginning of a relationship, this is really easy to access that first blush of love, all those lovely hormones that come with the first feelings of love and that honeymoon period. It's really easy to, to assume positive intent. It gets harder after someone's maybe hurt you intentionally or not in a relationship, as we've talked in other uh, episodes, relationship kind of equals hurting someone, not, not on purpose, but we're both just trying, you know, both partners are just trying to do their best and human beings are complex and, and you, and you're invariably going to hit a tender spot of your partner without knowing it, or maybe, lash out when a tender spot of yours is hit. Uh, It's just very easy to do. And then you add the extra layer of your partner being incredibly important to you. In today's world, we often hone down to just that one critical person, the person, our person, and in some of the terminology we use to describe our partner. And it's kind of the two of us against the world. And imagine that partner not being with you or leaving you or looking like they don't want you, that's devastating. And to the humans that we are that had to kind of live and and survive in such a dangerous environment when we were out, you know, thousands of years ago with no shelter to speak of living off the land, there's predators everywhere, warring tribes, who knows what, and there was safety in numbers. And so now if your number is two, (laughs) one of you going away, it, it doesn't seem safe. And so that limbic, primitive brain of ours, that mammalian brain of ours doesn't know the difference between partners going away And really, I know this sounds severe, but death in that real deep part of you that knows there's safety in numbers. So assuming positive intent, 
right, can get harder and harder because you have all of these forces working on you. They're just right out of your knowing and you don't know why, you know, you're responding so maybe intensely to something your partner's innocently saying or a joke or uh, who knows what. And so assuming positive intent is trying, it's a sister, it's a cousin, benefit of the doubt, which we discussed last week. And the idea with assumed positive intent is that you're giving that to your partner right off the bat. Benefit of the doubt is after the fact, seeing their actions, something like that, and going, oh, they're human, they've had a bad day. But assuming positive intent is my partner's looking out for me, my partner's looking out for us, my partner is is a partner to me and wants good things for me. So it's just living in that space all the time. And that, you know, if you think about it, if we go back to friendship and the idea of a deep committed friendship being the ultimate way to divorce proof your relationship, and we look at this particular uh, tenant, assume positive intent, think about that. How much do you give this to people you don't even know, strangers, people you don't know very well, people you work with, right? This is social lubrication. We all walk around. I mean, even just if you think about all of us driving, right? Of course, there's defensive driving and all those things that we need to do to make sure everyone's following the rules. But every time we get in a car, we're really assuming positive intent, right? That that guy's going to stop at that stop sign and let me go that people are going to follow the road ro- uh, rules of the road. I mean, there's a lot of this that leads to all this cooperation human beings do. And so it's, it, it can be a natural place for us to sit, but it, it gets harder and harder to give it to the partner that we live with every day. And some of that is because we know them and we understand their faults, and we see them do <laughs> things that aren't, you know, necessarily always kind, and all these things, right? But that's why you have to work a little harder to give it to your partner. You have to be, you have to set an intention, maybe set an intention together, and we'll talk about that in the exercise. And so let's talk about an example. So I've kind of given you the definition. Assume positive intent is something that you're offering to your partner all the time benefit of the doubt is something that comes maybe after something upsetting has happened oh maybe they were having a bad day blah blah blah. but assuming positive intent is you wake up and you kind of live in this space of your partner wants the best for you and you want the best for them okay let's talk about an example so When we're talking about assuming positive intent, right, that's something that you're giving or offering to your partner all the time. And it and it helps with the piece of the four horsemen of defensiveness. And so if we look at it from that perspective, so let's say that you're starting to have a conversation with a partner and they're probing or asking you maybe about, you know, money you've spent or try maybe maybe you're really trying to work on your finances and they're starting to ask you or probing on 
you know, I saw this on the credit card. I saw this through the checking account, right? Maybe there's a, a discussion happening around that. When you're not assuming positive intent and and remembering that you guys have agreed to work on your finances and all of these things, defensiveness might come in very quickly because you may feel that your partner may be accusing you of misspending because they're probing or asking you about the spending, right? So, so the first thing to do if you're in the assumed positive intent space and you start to feel that because you're a human being, you start to feel like you're answering to them or you're being accused of something. So maybe offer, hey, I know we've really agreed to work on our finances and, and I'm wondering, is that what's prompting these questions? Because this feels new to me and I feel like, you know, I go to lunch and I spend money through the week and I haven't, I don't feel that I've done anything out of the ordinary. So can you maybe let me know? Do you have a concern? Right. So can you see how you're offering positive intent? Because you're not accusing them of having a concern. You're checking and you're recognizing that it's something you agreed to work on together. So you're coming from a positive intent space. Now, if you were coming from defensiveness, this conversation would be very different because you're starting to feel questioned and maybe a little attacked and maybe your partner is concerned about what you've spent. And so it could go this way. Why are you asking me about what I spent? We agreed. And I don't think I'm going out of line. What exactly do you need to know? Are you accusing me of something? Okay, right? So it starts to snowball. Because you're starting from a perspective of there's something wrong. They think you've been doing something wrong. Defensiveness. And the other example, you were starting from the perspective of, oh, okay, we've agreed to work on this. I feel like my spending's been in alignment. Does my partner see something that's concerning them? And if so, I'm confused and we need to discuss it, right? Very different approaches. Now, will you have access to this every time you have a conversation? Maybe not. Maybe there's a tender spot here for you in your past. Maybe you had another partner who was very controlling or maybe your the family you were raised in was really controlling about money or had a lot of issues, parents fought about money, who knows, right? What may affect you or give you some tenderness here. And so you're human and and there may be a, a first reaction of defensiveness. But if you can really ground yourself in this assumed positive intent, then you can start from there and check if any of these things that are coming at you are truly something to be worried about and that are like these things from your past or no, our, my partner and I are on the same page and there's just some questions and, and maybe this is kind of new to us and maybe we're navigating the best way to talk about this together. Because then you're really, you're really building on that friendship. If you have a deep committed friendship with someone, right, you always want to you always want to think they're on your side. 
And and going into defensiveness immediately tells someone, I don't think you're on my side. I think you're actually against me. But you're immediately communicating that. And I think that's the last thing any of us want to do with our partner. But like I said, with all the forces and things that are working on you, it's easy to go there. So this is going to take practice. And so... I've offered an exercise, I'm offering an exercise today to help you with that. And be gentle with yourself and help yourself have time and and practice this. Think of the last argument or way you and your partner might have disconnected. You know, kind of really get that in your mind's eye. Really be there and kind of know what you were feeling, how it ended, just kind of get all of that right up in front of you. And start to imagine the same situation if you were really grounded in assuming your partner's positive intent. How do you think that that argument or disconnection, would it have been different? Would it have not turned into an argument? Would would it have stayed in discussion? Think about how it would change. And now start to feel how would your reaction to your partner have changed? Really imagine yourself, what you felt there. If you, if you did feel attacked or accused, or maybe even if your partner felt that way about what you were saying and then attacked you back, you know, just kind of envision your reaction and how would it have changed if you would have come from assuming positive intent and, and kind of, look for the ways you did get defensive and start to see how that would have morphed or changed if you'd have come at this with positive intent. And and look at your partner's reaction. How would their reaction to you might have might have changed if you both were sitting in this assumed positive intent? Right? So just really really look at break down the argument in your mind's eye and see if you both would have been taking this tack of positive intent, how the whole discussion would have changed. Now using this same argument, set an intention to assume positive intent in the next place an argument or disconnection typically happens in your relationship. Really set an intention discuss this with your partner, maybe listen to this podcast together, and maybe pause even right here and talk about those times where you typically get in an argument, typically get into disconnection, and really set an intention between the two of you to assume positive intent from the start and try it differently. And I'd love to hear from you. How did that go? How did even the discussion of setting an intention to assume positive intent go? And what worked for you, what didn't? I'd love to hear. And finally, I'm going to conclude here. If If this is a place that's hard for you to get to, if this one is particularly tricky because of the water under the bridge, because of past... Uh, situations that may have made tender spots in both of you. This may be an indicator of of a place that you need some more support or potentially therapy. It's just trying to talk through with someone 
why this one's tricky might be really helpful for both of you. And you might find some things you, you need to work on in your relationship or apart that would help you come back to this one. Because we're all in different places in our relationship. We all, you know, like I said, relationships can often equal hurting each other. And maybe there hasn't been repair after those things. And maybe you've fallen into this defensiveness space. And getting a little support might be warranted here. Okay. So please remember to subscribe, rate and review. That really is helpful to the podcast and keeps this going if you find uh, what I share here helpful. And please do subscribe. You can uh, click on the 25 ways to increase your positive ratio, which would really help with this particular assume positive intent if you both really brought in that positive focus in your relationship along with setting an intention here, that would really help. So click on that, subscribe to my email list and get a copy of that. And I really appreciate all of you listening today. And next week we'll be looking at stonewalling and turning towards your relationship.